Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast, standing in the middle of a field in the mountains with all these crickets. Uh, it's a beautiful, majestic, eerie type setting here. I mean, there's when you're in the mountains, there's no light pollution, so you can see straight up into the sky, into the heavens. And I'm just immersed in nature here. You can hear all the crickets in the background. I'm standing on this pond that's like a sheet of glass. And you can actually hear a little creek here. Um, Beautiful, beautiful sight. So this morning began with a walk in the rain with my wife around the pond. And I took took out the little voice recorder and just captured our second ever together prayer journal. And uh, I like to think of it as a, as a prayer journal, what I do here with the recorder, because I just want to capture some authentic thoughts down, not written, but just just live and get it to the point where I don't see this as a production, but just capturing something raw. And then I want to share it with the world and I want it to be normal. I want it to, I want to normalize the fact that I'm capturing these things and some things that, that are reserved for my heart that are just between me and God. But for the most part, I want to share and I want to role model what it looks like when I'm when I'm when I'm praying, when I'm when I'm reflecting. And so I forgot which theologian said this, but we don't learn from experience; we learn from reflecting on experience. So you know, first confession of the day came at breakfast, and one of the ladies. There's another retreat group here. I think it's older ladies, and I think it's a quilting retreat, but. Forgive me if I... Anyways. Um, cute little old ladies. And one lady comes up to me and she says, You eat so healthy. And uh, so where my, where my mind went, went with that was, Yeah, I eat pretty healthy. In fact, I'm eating healthier than a lot of people here. And because I'm not... And, and it just went that way. So I just wanted to... You know, I came before the Lord and I said, What am I doing? No, 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 no. I say thank you. And I'm not better than anybody at eating. And in fact, I don't, I don't eat that healthy so that's how the day started and I wanted to reject that out of my mind and I kept my mind focused on, on Christ and was just able to enjoy a good breakfast as an act of worship as seeing people through through the Father's eyes so as we entered into the next phase of the morning after breakfast and breaking bread is important we went into morning worship and my one of my brothers here in the cohort had shared what God had reminded him of who he is in in the uh, reality of being justified before God, being declared as righteous be, because of his faith in Christ. And he said, God is the one that called me, and so I can't be bothering him. And what that reminded me is, me is, is it reminded me, the, the times where I, I, the amount of times that I dial up my guys and say, hey, I'm struggling with this, or hey, oh, man, I got another confession to bring to the table, and so the times that I feel like I'm bothering the body of Christ, I feel like God says back to me, you can't be bothering me because I'm the one that called you. So, so just keep it coming. And so when, when my brother shared that, I just, um, I just celebrated and that that's, that's the truth. Um, the sessions we went through throughout the day were about stress and burnout and, all the lies that we believed in the past that that have drawn us to actually quote unquote try to outdo Jesus. It's so one of the questions asked to me was, 
what is it about my ministry that causes me to believe that I need to do more than Jesus did? And I, I stop and I think about the, the importance of, of retreat. And I know I, I got, I mean, I got a lot of friends in the military, especially in the Marine Corps and in the army where, and I've, and I've grown up saying this to you, like, but they go retreat. No, we don't retreat. But when I think about the life of Jesus, his life was marked. It was characterized by retreating. And retreating, it was retreating for the for the purpose of advancing. So the story I heard today was of two guys that were chopping a tree with their axes. And they were chopping. And, and one guy, um, he never stopped chopping. And then the other guy stopped and took a break so by the time that the other guy from the break came back um, he, he finished chopping the tree down his tree down first they're both the same size so the guy that never stopped chopping he says how did you do that how is that possible um, I never stopped and you did so the guy that took a break said well I took a break but when I stopped I stopped to sharpen my axe and so the act of retreating sharpens our minds, sharpens our axes so we can be back in the fight. And oftentimes you could look up in the Gospels where, where Jesus would be surrounded by a crowd and they said, Jesus, can you do this? I got, you got to heal this person. And he often withdrew, like slipped through the crowd, like magical style, where they go, where'd he go? And what he did is he withdrew to spend intimacy with the Father. This has been a major theme of my life, although it's been a major struggle too, because I've heard from various people, and it's been reinforced in wrestling and in different areas of my life, that people who rest are weak. People who take a drink of water during wrestling practice are weak. People who sleep are lazy. So I've heard these lies. So it's embedded and it's it's taught me, culture has taught me, different communities have taught me that resting is for the weak. Drinking water is for the weak. And so I reject those lies now. And it's actually harder to practice Sabbath. And it's actually harder to stop working and to, and to spend intimacy with the Father. But it's worth it because we actually sharpen our axe. So the the afternoon session for for today was about stress and burnout and what causes it. And so he asked us, uh, the professor leading it, asked us, "What happens when you squeeze a lemon? What comes out?" And so the group answered, "Well, lemon juice." And what happens when you squeeze an orange? What comes out? Well, orange juice. And he said, what happens when you squeeze a pastor or a chaplain or someone else in ministry? And the answer is, well, it's not pastor juice or chaplain juice. What comes out when the person is squeezed is whatever it is that's filling them. And I thought about that. And so whatever is filling a person, stress will bring it out. So there's often, when a new boss checks in, he's in this, what's called the honeymoon phase, and I got friends that say, ah, he's nice now, just just wait, 
because stress will bring out the real person. And it often does in myself and in my friends and in my bosses. But when the pressure is on and stress is there, it has a tendency to squeeze out whatever's in the person. So the person's filled with anger and that's going to come out under stress. And so I praise God for stress because it's... It's the mechanism by which, it's the means by which the real stuff comes out. And when it does come out, I can own it. And I can own it before people. Um, and I'll, I'll just end this this reflection on day two uh, with with what I was so convicted of, the, the, the biggest conviction of the day. And that's, what is it about my ministry that compels me to want to do more than Jesus did? And the answer is that, there should be nothing in my ministry that tries to make me want to do more than Jesus accomplished. He, he had 12 guys that stick, stuck with him to the end, and even in the end, they, they, they bailed. He never had a megachurch. He never had a doctorate. He never had this massive following that hung out for in the long run. Um, he didn't have all these accolades. He was never promoted in the military. He, he, he never received all the things, half of the things that I've, that I've accomplished. And so what I want to do is just be okay, be okay with, with who I am in Christ. To not feel like I need to succeed or, or, or do anything above of what he's called me to do. He's given me a job, he's given me a family, he's, he's given me a wife and, and to be satisfied in that. And to say, Lord, would you love my wife? Would you love my kids through me? Would you love, would you do good work through me at, at work? And to that I say, amen. And I give the same charge to uh, everybody who's gracious enough to listen to this audio journal, this, this podcast of a uh, redeemed child of God to take time to retreat. Now, there is one area where I'm good at retreating and I'm good at practicing wilderness and Sabbath, and that's surfing. And, and I encourage you if, you, if you, if you have a friend or a family member that, that, is, that has their getaway, that has their wilderness, that they, that they find, carve out time to start the day in wilderness in the morning, whether it's surfing, whether it's gardening, whether it's going for a walk, praise that. Praise that and then, and then follow, follow that example as well and cut out time for retreat, cut out time for reflection on experience and, and not just cutting out time for cutting out time's sake, but, but the fact that it's retreating to spend intimacy with the father and reflecting on experiences throughout the day. And then, and then asking God and telling him and and choosing to see all the situations through the father's eyes. God bless you guys. And, um, looking forward to recap a day three tomorrow. Talk to you guys. Later. Peace.